Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. I believe that you have skills that you've learned and God's shown you. So tell us, how do we deal with which? <laughs> well, first of all, you have to boldly acknowledge their existence. Okay, you got to get away from this long pointy nose, you know, green face, Wizard of Oz flying around on a broom idea. Witches are reality. Matter of fact, our public school system is hiring full-blown, well-known witches at an alarming rate. On this episode of The Commercial Break. We're polyamorous now. We're, we're in a closed quad. Tyler and I already have a closed, closed quad. quad. We're going to learn some new terminology. I know. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm jumping on board this train because when you, have a, when you can just say, as my wife Astrid, we're in a closed quad. <laughs> We're in a closed octuplet. What do you think about that? <laughs> we're a closed couple. That's what I say when I go somewhere. I'm like, this is my wife, Astrid, and we're a closed, we're a closed couple. couple. Don't even try. <laughs> the next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Welcome back to the commercial break. I'm Brian Green. This is my dear friend and co-host, Kristen Joy Hoadley. Best to you, Chrissy. Best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Have you noticed in the news that there is a what seems like kind of a, I don't know, an epidemic of rather attractive female teachers having sex with their students and getting arrested for it. Have you noticed yes, this? Is it just me? Am I the no. only one? No, I did. I saw something about Teacher of the Year. Okay. Is it just day. my perverted mind <laughs> that goes straight to these stories when I'm scrolling across my favorite news site? I think so, yeah. too. Yeah. But I also think that it's like, it's kind of a novelty. I, I still think that society views these things much differently and I don't know, maybe I do too in some weird way that, you know, I just think of myself as a 16-year-old sure. kid. And I know I don't have any of the facilities to make any of those kind of decisions. I'm not saying this is right, so please don't misunderstand me. 
But what I am saying is at 16 years old, there were a couple of hot teachers in sure, my class. Yeah. And had I had the opportunity <laughs> to have sex with them, I think I would have taken it. Right. Because I would have taken any opportunity to have sex <laughs> exactly. at 16 years old. Yes. And I... I I mean, maybe it's just me and my own dispositions and predispositions. I, I don't know that it would have been all that, like, it would have been a big deal to sleep with a teacher. Don't get me wrong. Yes. But I don't know that 40 years later, I would have thought back on it and been like, man, I, I really got, I got railroaded there. <laughs> but a couple of these stories also include children that are much younger than 16 or 17 years old. They're like 12 and 13 that years old. So now weird. that is fucked up. Yeah, that's fucked well, up. Well, I mean, it's all fucked up, but anyway, it's all fucked yeah. up. Teachers shouldn't be sleeping with students, period, end of sentence including college, because you know that those professors in college, uh, I knew a guy, a professor, uh-huh. <laughs> a professor emeritus or whatever they call him. He had been doing this for lots of years and his, he had no qualms about telling you how many students he had slept with. It was just like a yearly event. New students come in, he'd sleep with them. You know, he'd take them back to their his house and on the pretenses of studying, they'd smoke yeah. a little pot. I feel like that's that's a, a story that's been around for a while. Yeah. Well, it's all, yeah, that's the been young good. girls with the professors. For the professors, yeah. because the professors are, you know, mm-hmm. a dad-like figure. Right. Is not so my dad. Intelligent. They're so intelligent <laughs> and sexy and they smell like musty cigars and bloody <laughs> Jack Daniels. I don't know. But the female teacher teachers with the male students is really what's getting a lot of attention right now. Teacher of the year. Did you read about this one? Yeah. The teacher of the fucking year. Yeah. The teacher of the year. Uh, yeah. And I didn't read the whole story, but it was something like 14 counts. 14 she counts. Was charged with. And here's the what? crazy part <laughs> is that like someone, the mother caught a text message or something within 24 hours, she was arrested, released on bail and then rearrested 24 hours after that. So you know they had the goods on her. Like, that's oh, a yeah. really... And this time, the second time, no bail whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It must have been serious. Anytime that you're having sex with children and then the children under your tutelage, it's a big... I mean, you of shouldn't be doing is. this, right? Yes. And the child was... The, the kid apparently was young. He was like 13 years old. But then there's this other story. I think it's out of... Maybe it's out of California or something like that. There is a, a teacher and a mother... Of a daughter of a 16-year-old boy, a 17-year-old boy who's now 21, he's in rehab, and as, I guess as part of his rehab journey, he starts telling oh, these stories. Right. He had sex with the mother of his girlfriend, who also happened to be his teacher, over 300 times, according to his own diary, over 300 times. And you know what she said to the police? Yeah, I, I might have made a few mistakes. <laughs> I might have made a couple of mistakes. Nah, yeah, no, that's awful. 300 times. That's awful if for no other reason than it's your daughter's Daughter boyfriend. boyfriend. I know. That's the mo- To me, that's the most <laughs> fucked up part. It's like that uh, MILF manor or whatever the fuck they got oh, going on TLC. TLC right now. Have you seen this? Well, I saw the uh, the preview for it and I immediately thought that you would be watching it. But I you can't told watch me it. You drew the line I there. drew the line. I can't Unbelievably, believe, no. The host of the commercial break, <laughs> the brain child of the commercial break <laughs> cannot watch milf manor no it's too much well you said it was involved like the a, a group of women and their sons and their sons that's and the then surprise they're switching yeah. they're switching it up like yes the sons of the friends are hooking up with the women <laughs> uh, tw- i think 12 i'm not sure i only watched like a half an hour of the first episode but i think like 12 <laughs> single women uh middle-aged 40s 50s and i'm assuming 60s is somewhere in there just my mm-hmm. assumption i don't really know but so let's just say middle-aged women all of them fairly attractive and they all get together in this big house of you know <laughs> pacific manor? palisades the manor 
the fuck is a manor? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> what is a manor? I don't know. Do you want to uh, be over? Do you want to come over to my manor later on today? We're going to have some tea and crumpets. Uh, I know it involves a large house. I know. I'm going to stop saying house. I'm going to start saying manor. manor. Here at the manor. Yeah. Here at the, the green, green manor. manor. Yeah. <laughs> manor. Uh, so 12 women, they move into the house, and the first night they're all drinking. They know they're going to be on a show like a reality show, Love Island or something along those lines. Oh, so they didn't know they which show no, they were going to be on? They have no idea. <laughs> no, they know they're going to be on oh, MILF Manor. Okay. What they didn't have, any, but they think they're be, they're going to be on some reality show where they bring in a bunch of strange men. Okay. And then they get to know them and date them and they're going to be eliminated mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. What ends up happening? But surprise! how they do this, how the producers coordinate this without everybody else knowing, <laughs> Yeah, I'm calling bullshit on this I just agree. a little bit. The producers of TLC are calling the son and the mother at the same time, and no one has any idea what's no, about to happen. there's no way. The big reveal is, when the single men are introduced, they're the children of these women. Of the other women, And yeah. so now there's a bunch of these, and I'm talking, they're young. They're like in their, t- speaking of young children, <laughs> these guys are kids, they're kids, they're babies. They're, they're fresh-faced. I mean, they're so young. And they're supposed to go out and then date the other women, not their moms, obviously. That the is other just women. Bizarre. It's so fucking strange. And the <laughs> only way that I know about any of this is through the commercials and maybe yeah. like an outtake here and there at the end of an episode. <laughs> I cannot, for the life of me, imagine what's going on in the heads of the producers of TLC. It just seems to, this takes it way too far. Yeah, I mean, they're grasping at whatever. Whatever. Anything. You know, you know we talk about Marlon a lot on this show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't want to come across as ageist because I'm not because I have a huge different age difference with my wife. Mm-hmm. You have a difference with your husband. Mm-hmm. And we know plenty of people where this works out just perfectly fine. But the 20-year-olds and their mother is in the same house and now they're dating another 40 or 50-year-old. It seems to me to just be a little bit too lewd. It, that's just too much. I don't want to sound like, you know, <laughs> I don't want to sound like a teetotaler here. But the thing is, TLC's not afraid to cancel a show if it's not working. I've seen plenty of shows on TLC that make it like one or two episodes. They never see it again for whatever really? reason. Yeah. This one keeps trucking. <laughs> and that means that all of you out there are fucked up. Stop your shit. Get some decency, I predict for you're going to watch it at some point. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to watch it. But what I will watch and what I did hear about last night that intrigued me to no end, we have been over this time and time again here at TCB. <laughs> polyamory it's one of our favorite go-to have fun with chrissy and i know people who are polyamorous Mm -hmm. we've seen plenty of polyamory relationships they're difficult to navigate but to each their own each their own i have nothing against polyamory it's not for me but i have nothing for somebody else great i have a i have a pea-sized brain (laughs) and i have a hard time keeping up with one lady i'm not going for four And by the way, Astrid is everything I'll ever need, right? So I just, I'm not looking anywhere else. (laughs) But now that TLC has Seeking Sister Wives, which is one of my favorite shows, they have decided they got to balance the scale. No sexism here at TLC because Seeking Brother Husband is the next new show that TLC has come up with. And I I say, yay, sir. (laughs) Yay to you. (laughs) 
You can't do that, Jackie Weaver. <laughs> Have you seen it? Has it come out yet? It's just a commercial oh, so okay. far. I've, I saw like an extended promo online, and I'm already in love with this show. <laughs> Now, if you thought it was hard to have three wives, you know, I mean, just think about the minutia of having three wives. If you're a gentleman out there, uh, you know, a, a hetero gentleman, and you're thinking about getting married, think about getting married to three of those same people. It sounds like an absolute disaster waiting it to happen. It's complicated. Way complicated. And it is because mm-hmm. no couple, except for one, on that show Seeking Sister Wives has made it to a second season. Mm-hmm. You want to know why? Because it didn't work out. Because it never works out. <laughs> <laughs> polyamory is like a season it's a season of life you know what i'm talking right, about right <laughs> but if i thought having three wives was going to be difficult imagine having three husbands so it's one woman one woman and multiple husbands. three husbands wow <laughs> my opinion is having thought about this because i never really thought about it until i no. saw this commercial <laughs> did you ever think about this no you never thought like there's this kind of situation going i mean i'm sure there it i guess in my head i i assumed there was but I never thought like we'd see it on camera, right? If I thought having three wives was difficult, three husbands has got to be a nightmare of epic proportions. <laughs> we are small children. We have pea brains. We can't control our penises. We barely think for ourselves. We don't grow up until we're 46 years old. We're lazy. We're messy. We're obnoxious. We're annoying. We're mostly full of shit. And... <laughs> Put all that together times four, and it just sounds like you're just getting children. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Extra children that need to be whacked off every once in a while. Are they all and living in one house? They're living in one house. Oh, wow. At least with the sister wives thing, they had different homes, right? <sighs> yes. Well, I mean, some of them did. Yeah. Some of them yeah. had. And with the one. Different manners, if you Different will. manners. Multiple manners. Multiple manners. That's what I'm going to call my next TLC show. Multiple manner. <laughs> Astrid's going to have a couple husbands. I'll have a couple wives. We'll all live happily together. Yeah. Yeah. With the three children in blue. (laughs) Blue. I'm going to call it multiple manor and I'm going to get multiple blues. My mind is, I would rather get multiple blues. I would rather have Nico, the smelly real ghost dog, come back to life and sit on my face for hours on end rather than have multiple husbands. I cannot wait for this show. I'm so excited. Astrid last night was like, do you want to come watch the Oscars? And I'm like, I need to see another commercial for Seeking Brother Husbands. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, TLC is your channel for sure. I don't know why, but that channel really has me by the balls. It It is everything that they put out is so fascinating to me (laughs) because I think it's like a character study. That I know is mainly manufactured, but it's manufactured in a way that it's good. It's yeah. like entertaining. Yeah. It's mindless. I don't have to pay attention to I'm it. I'm like that with the housewives. So okay. So everyone it. has their guilty yeah. pleasure. Mm-hmm. I, I've met a lot of people on this earth. And even the weirdest, wildest, most independent, I don't watch TV, TV is bad for you, TV is shit people, always have some kind of guilty pleasure TV show. Of course. And it usually Sometimes is of the TLC check out. Yeah. <laughs> they hit a home run with this 90 Day Fiance. I am Sean Array, while boring at times, is a fascinating character study into a very What's unique... What's the update with her? Well, it's not, they're not on season right oh, now. Okay. So they put together these really short seasons of like nine episodes with her, and I wish they would put together like a 22-show 22 se- 22 season so yeah. we could dig in a little bit more. Uh, those Johnstons are forever fascinating <laughs> to me. The other little people, uh, little people, big world, that's been going on for 25 years, and now they have... 
seeking sister husbands on top of seeking sister wives. I mean, could you ask for more? Brother husbands. Do you know what you'll find me watching on a Saturday morning sometimes? I don't even know why I'm admitting this to the millions of people that are going to download this episode. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to be the real Brian here. Four weddings. Four weddings. Four weddings. You know what four weddings is? Okay. Here you go. God. Are you ready? Yes. Are you ready to take your opinion of me down four or five notches? Is it on Podcast TLC? Podcast Universe? It's on TLC. Of course. Okay. And there's like 13 seasons and I'm so happy about it because I can watch <laughs> it here in the studio when I'm editing or doing whatever. And I just think it's a lovely show. And it's so stupid. It's four women that don't know each other. Or sometimes they do, but mainly they don't know each other, but they live in the same city. They're getting married around the same time. Uh-huh. TLC puts them together. <laughs> And then they judge each other's weddings. So they all go to the they all go together oh. to the weddings and they judge each other's weddings and the dress and all the cattiness and snarkiness. I can only imagine. But then just watching people from different styles and cultures go and have a wedding. Yeah. What some people think is interesting. <laughs> I mean, the other day they had a wedding on and it was like Pirates of the Caribbean themed or something <laughs> okay. like that. They had wenches and and you know, beer steins. I just could not imagine under any circumstances in <laughs> Any universe that I would want the women dressed up like wenches at my wedding. But, you know, she literally walked down the aisle with like a bustier mm-hmm. and, a, and a thing. And, he, and the the vows of these people were just ridiculous. I mean, they were ridiculous. It was, it was like, argh, I will poke you for the rest of your life. And if you should fall off the ship, matey, I'll be in the water to catch you. <laughs> and people are like, oh, it's lovely, isn't it? Lovely. No, it's not. It's horrible. <laughs> these people are going to have to look at these pictures 20 years from now. Their kids are going to go, what the fuck were you thinking, mom and dad? <laughs> no, what is that? No, I don't want my friends to come over. It's that kind of house. <laughs> you know, we all had those friends at uh-huh. school where the kids were like, no, nah, you don't want to come over to my house. Yep. <laughs> it's even too, it's too fucked up even for you. <laughs> That's what happens when you have the Pirates of the Caribbean themed <laughs> wedding. Probably saying this, and there's like 12 people out there like, I had a Pirates of the Caribbean themed wedding. <laughs> I've heard of people having a theme wedding. What's the most ridiculous theme wedding you've been to? Oh, I haven't been to a theme wedding. You've never been to a themed wedding? No. No, I haven't been to a themed wedding either. <laughs> I never have. But I've heard of people doing like Star Wars or Disney mm-hmm. or, you know, now you mentioned the Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> We came this close to having a Disney wedding. Mm. This close to having a I Disney wedding. I can see wedding. that. You yeah. guys love Disney. We, we, we did. And then we decided that our children 20 years from now would probably <laughs> want to look back on us and go. No, we, we didn't want to go full Disney. Like yeah. you, you don't want to go full Disney. Remember that movie with uh, Robert Downey Jr. where he goes, you know, you never go full whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you never go full Disney. Full Disney. Yeah, as an yeah, adult, you don't want to go full Disney. Yeah, you don't get married there. <laughs> Kid's birthday? Yeah, that's cool. Awesome, right? <laughs> Anniversary? Yeah, all right. I go down to Disney. Uh, spring break? Cool. Marriage, funerals, <laughs> divorce parties, whatever. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know. You're uh, Bob Mitzvah. You probably should do those somewhere else besides Disney World, but people get married there. Oh, yeah. Thousands and thousands of them every day. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how many of these husbands, <laughs> we have had how many of these weddings of the seeking husband wives. Seeking husband wife? <laughs> I'm seeking a husband wife. The show is not out yet. So, of course, I can't bring any clips because I don't have okay, any clips to it yet. As soon as it's out. As soon as it's out, we'll get to it. And I promise I'll, I'll get a few juicy clips. But it made me go troll the internet for 
comparable content, uh-huh. I was so fascinated. And honestly, it was really hard to find something comparable because if it's out there, at least in my one hour Your research, research <laughs> I didn't find a lot of video about this. There's some Reddit posts and stuff like that about having multiple husbands. Mm-hmm. But what I did find was something I think as kind of on par and equally as fucked up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you're polyamory. I just want to be clear about this. We, we don't, I'm not judging your polyamory. No. It's just, it's different. It's not for you. Yeah, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. And it's different. And I like different things. <laughs> I like to take a view of different things. Yes. So Chrissy, I was trolling on the internet. As you do. As I do like to do. Hey you, guess you, I hate to interrupt all the fun, but I just want to remind you that tcbpodcast.com is where you find all the audio and the video, plus you can contact us to get your free 21 EPM sticker. Just go to tcbpodcast.com, hit the contact us button, tell us you want a sticker, drop us your address, and off we go. Plus, you can write to us at 855-TCB-8383, that's 1-855-TCB-8383. For all of our international listeners, we'll pick up the toll, go ahead and text us. If you have comments, questions, concerns, content ideas, we're taking them all at 855-TCB-8383. If you want to view the commercial break in a whole new light, go to youtube.com slash the commercial break to see the fully edited episodes. You'll love it or your money back, I promise. While you're at it, hit us up on Instagram at the commercial break and TCB live on TikTok. So let's take a minute to hear from our sponsors and then we'll be back to this episode of the commercial break. I'm just gonna let the video explain this itself. I don't even let me not let me not give a pretext. Let me just look at this on its face value. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. Let's just get going here and then we'll figure it out as we go along. We're gonna do this together, Chrissy. Okay. We're all on the adventure together. Here we go. (laughs) And my boyfriend. Let me start that over. I live with my husband and my boyfriend and my boyfriend's wife. And together we have four happy children. Alicia and I originally started swinging. It was just an exciting thing to try. Through that, we were lucky enough to meet our other partners, Sean and Taya. We're polyamorous now. We're, we're in a closed quad. Tyler and I already have a closed, closed quad. quad. Oh. We're going to learn some new terminology. I know. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm jumping on board this train because when you, have a, when you can just say, as my wife Astrid, we're in a closed quad. <laughs> we're in a closed octuplet. What do you think about that? <laughs> We're a closed couple. That's what I say when I go somewhere. I'm like, this is my wife, Astrid, and we're a closed couple. couple. Don't even try. (laughs) Two previous children. I found out that I was pregnant with Barrett before Barrett was born. Tia found out she was pregnant. At first, I was a little bit hesitant um, to not know who the fathers of Barrett or Carver were. Have you ever personally wondered about it? Welcome to our big polyamorous. So they don't know, they don't know who, the fathers. who the fathers of the children okay. are. Is that the wildest thing <laughs> yeah. you've ever fucking heard? Yes, that's crazy. Uh, we know somebody personally who mm-hmm. does not know who their father is, mm-hmm. right? And to me, to put myself in the shoes of that person, and this is not like an adoption situation. This is a situation where they just don't know who their father is. Yeah. That is a fucking wild thought. Right. And I know there's lots of adopted folks out there. One of my good friends is adopted and he doesn't know and he doesn't want to know. Like mm-hmm. it's not of interest to him, right? Because he just, his parents are his parents and that's that's what the way he wants to keep it. But to be living in the same house <laughs> as your father and still not know which one is your father <laughs> is weird. 
And what happens 10 years from now when this is all falling apart? Oh, I mean, you. I think they're going to be able to tell. I smell a Maury Povich episode coming up. Just in this one house. Family. Welcome to our big polyamorous family. I live with my husband and my boyfriend and my boyfriend's wife. And together we have four happy children. We're just a normal family like anybody else except... There's more of us. We're lucky enough to find. No, 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 no. You may be human beings like everybody else, but there's nothing normal about what's. I mean, not normal means what the average, right? Yeah. What the average is doing. You guys are doing something all new. Not only are you polyamorous, and it's two couples and two couples together living in a household, but you don't even know who the fathers of your children are. Yet they're living under the same roof. <laughs> this is like mind blowing to me. And I don't know why, but it's so crazy to me. Like, <laughs> I can't imagine. You know, my my kids are at the age where they ask a lot of questions. Oh, yeah. Why? 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 And one of my kids is extra curious about everything. He wants to know the <laughs> yes. minutia of everything. Why? Which way are we going? How are we going to get there? Why? 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 <laughs> Endless whys. Uh-huh. You can never get to the bottom of an answer because it's always why, right? <laughs> and he started asking the question, who made me? Oh. Who's my daddy? Why are you my daddy? How did you become my daddy? <laughs> I don't know that I am your daddy. It's not a great answer to that question. <laughs> Just call me daddy, but I'm not 100% sure you're my kid. Yeah, that's got to be confusing. Oh, my the God. Kids. There's a therapist that's like, oh, yeah. Hit the <laughs> Powerball with this family. <laughs> house with two masters there's one master on each side of the house and then a baby's room across from each master and then the two big kid rooms are actually downstairs this is mine and my husband sean's room he keeps the majority of his stuff in here um, but he and tyler actually rotate rooms every other night yeah it was a little weird at first uh just not sleeping in my own bed like but now it's like it's like i get to have a sleepover every night one of our nighttime a sleepover. We're fucking up our kids for life. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I don't even know. I don't know how to phrase this question. But I want. I'm just gonna say it how I say it. Take your your stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shove her back about five years, and then she comes home and she says, "You know, stepmommy, I want to go over to the." Johnston's for a sleepover mm-hmm. and the Johnston's are switching bedrooms every night and the children don't know who their parents are. Yeah. You letting that, you letting, <laughs> you letting your stepdaughter go over there for a sleepover? I don't know. I don't even know that I'm letting my kids go over for sleepovers. <laughs> I read this whole article the other day. It said, are sleepovers over, right? <laughs> Why? And, What's the deal with sleepovers? There's so many parents that are untrusting of the situations, even the people that they know pretty good i mean like if it's your uncle or if it's your best best friend for 50 years right yeah. like if 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 one of the kids wanted to go spend the night at your house mm-hmm. when they were old enough i of course i'd be like yeah i trust i trust trust yeah. pussy right but if it's like a friend at school mm-hmm. and their parents people are afraid to let their children go somewhere where they may or may not be I exposed mean, to something i don't know that's being a little overprotective you think I so think. yeah i don't know i might agree with the lady <laughs> <laughs> Just, but as a guy who's done a lot in my life, right? Yeah, oh, I know. As a guy <laughs> who knew the second that Astrid got pregnant, that the universe was going to karmatically come in the back door and give me the daughters that I so desperately didn't want to have, <laughs> not because I didn't want daughters or children, but because I never want to answer the door 
and see Brian Greene on the other <laughs> side of it. Oh, it's going to happen. Yeah, I know it's going to happen. <laughs> and you know what my friend Raphael said? I said, if that kid comes to the door and it's Brian Greene, I'm going to reason with him. I'm going to do the only thing I know to do with a Brian Greene. I'm giving you a I'm giving you a suitcase of Bud Light and a $100 bill. I'm going to tell her you never showed up. Don't talk to my daughter anymore. And Raphael said, yeah, but if it's Brian Green, you're taking the 100 in the suitcase and, and you're, you're running around the back talking. of the house. Yeah. You're running around the back of the house going, look what your dad gave me. Let's go out. Oh. Martinez, you switch pillows? No. Oh. <laughs> you gotta go every night. <laughs> every night. What about the pillows? I don't know. They're switching pillows now and it's, it's a whole thing. Got bed bugs, or I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Alicia and I originally started swinging. It was just an exciting thing to try, and through that, we were lucky enough to meet our other partners, Sean and Taya. We don't consider ourselves swingers anymore. Uh, that's how we met, but we're polyamorous now. We're in a we're in a, we're in a closed quad. We don't date other people anymore. Hey, Doesn't a closed quad sound like a it's like an Olympic term for <laughs> water polo the or quad. something? There's John with a clothes quad over the top into the basket. <laughs> Look at that clothes quad defense they've got going on there. Us were polyamorous before we found each other. I think actually it was Taya that sent the first thing saying, this is us, this is polyamorous. And we're like, yeah, that's right, that's who we are. When we started talking, we met like that very next week and we just <clears throat> wanted to see more and more of each other. We were making plans for the following weekend before... We had even left, and then again that next weekend, and I always like to say that once we started talking, we just never stopped. <laughs> so, Kay and I were living in Portland at the time, so we were driving an hour and a half down here to see them. I just want to say, once we started talking, there was a dick in my mouth. <laughs> Every time I opened my mouth, there was a dick there. <laughs> Every weekend. Alicia and I were looking at buying a, a house in the country where we'd have some room for the horses, and it just made sense to find a house that would work for all of us. Yeah, it made sense. I was looking for a house for the horses. Yeah. Then I looked for a house with the horses and the other couple we're bringing into the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Just made sense. Our quad manifesting oh. of how a house big enough for our blended family. You know, they seem happy. They do. They seem happy. You know. <laughs> but please, for the love of Christ, go get those DNA yeah, tests. Yeah, that's kind of unfair. I would tell everybody not, not to, to do a DNA test, but I'm going to tell these people <laughs> they need the DNA. This is why Ancestry.com was born. <laughs> Maury Povich, Ancestry.com. Figure it out wherever you want to go. Yeah. Tyler and I already had two previous children. I was one of the third, but it was... Very difficult to make that decision when there was just two of us. What happens when you have a mad cow and a mad sheep? What, what happens? You kill them. They're, <laughs> They're before mad. They, before they infect the flock. <laughs> They're crazy. Crazy cows. <laughs> What's with them? I don't know. Huh? Me? No, they're in a bad mood. <laughs> I found out that I was pregnant with Barrett, and we were all pretty excited. Just crazy. Look. Now I'm trying to figure out who the kid looks like. I know. <laughs> Poor Barrett the bastard. He's just sitting there waiting for his daddy to come along. <laughs> Eating his Cheerios. Uh, oh, poor Barrett. He's so cute. Full of hope and joy and opportunity and possibility. <laughs> Plenty of therapy sessions ahead, Barrett. You'll be all right. About a month before Barrett was born, uh, Taya found out she was pregnant. So we weren't, we weren't regulating 
who got in, who pregnant we were just trying in general. I, we weren't regulating where the cum went. It's, I know, that's what I'm It's saying. crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Just, it's a total free-for-all. Just mix it up on in yeah. there. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just let it all flow, buddy. <laughs> we were running train after train after train, <laughs> hoping someone would get pregnant by somebody. And look at that. Two came out. <laughs> I think that we immediately agreed that we didn't want to know who the dad was. It wasn't important to us. We're raising them as all of ours anyway, so it doesn't matter who the father is. Good thing we do Says all. the guy who's pretty sure he's not the father. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Says the guy who thinks his odds are pretty slim of being the father of anybody. <laughs> oh, he's cute. He is Kids cute. Kids are cute. What do you like about living as one big family? There's more parents, and uh, it's more fun because I, I have more people to play with. Okay, good. Okay. What do you th- what do you think the school situation is? Like, I, I imagine that when you grow up in 2023, like my children are growing up, right? Mm-hmm. That the whole world is going to be just different, colored differently for them. Oh, yeah. Maybe having four parents is not like a strange exactly. thing. Exactly. I think about my education and showing up and saying I had my two, you know, my two dads and my two moms. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that would have been a tough road to hoe with some of the assholes that I went to school with. Yeah, I mean, exactly. you know, looking but, for any reason to make you an outcast. Right. And then that's a pretty big reason to make you an outcast. Yeah, maybe it'll be more of the norm to be outside of the norm. Yeah, I mean, that seems where it's mm-hmm. headed. Everyone does what they want to do, and they... I think there's one... There's a lot of good things about, I guess, progress. Progress always tends to be um, tough, right? We're all breaking through kind of one yeah. tough step at a time, and a lot mm-hmm. of times we take two steps backward and one step forward. But I think what's great about the world that we live in today is that no matter who you are, it's likely that you're going to be accepted Accepted. by some circle of people. Mm -hmm. And no matter who you are, what you like or what you do or what you're into, it's likely you'll be able to connect with those people. That's fantastic. When I was a kid, I used to like to masturbate with a Charmin (laughs) roll, like an empty Charmin roll. Now, Uh, I can go on Reddit and everybody's whacking off with Charmin rolls. It's not weird. But back then, I was just a strange kid with a toilet paper roll on my dick. <laughs> I was just a you kid. You had to get your EPMs Yes, in. I was just a kid throwing a bunch of extra toilet paper in the toilet so I could get <laughs> fucked that roll. <laughs> I see you there. I want to uh, squeeze your roll, Charmin. <laughs> that Charmin roll was looking at me weird. <laughs> Do you still get a little tingly feeling when you see a, a oh, toilet roll today? Forget about it. <laughs> I tell the kids, don't throw that paper towel roll away. <laughs> That's mine. Daddy's got to get his EPMs in. <laughs> if I have 21 EPMs a month, 19 of them are with Charmin. <laughs> Charmin in a Victoria's Secret catalog from 1991. That's all I need. No complication here. I think you should do a commercial for Charmin. Oh, I will. <laughs> This is why we don't have any fucking sponsors. Is because Brian makes fun of everything. At first, I was a little bit hesitant um, to not know who the fathers of Barrett or Carver were. Um, you don't say. Just because I was worried that Dylan and Raina were going to ask questions, and I, I didn't want to hide anything from them. But 
after talking it through with the other adults in our family and, and realizing we can have that conversation when it comes up. You're going to try and pull yourself up as much but as But how are you going to have that well, conversation well, when say. it comes up if you don't even know no. who, the, who the father is? Yeah, you just have to say, you I don't to, know. Yeah, you got to kind of, uh, you have to figure this information out. <laughs> I mean, like I'm no therapist and I'm sure like these people are, they're in... They have their facilities about them. Yeah, they're, they're they seem not, like lovely yeah, people. They're not crazy people, right? I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. We've watched three minutes of the video, but I'm assuming they're not crazy people. But this is going to be a question that's going to come up relatively quickly. It's yeah. not It's not going to be when they're 15. It's going to be when they're four mm-hmm. and five. Who's my daddy? <laughs> Which one of these yahoos yeah. is my dad? <laughs> Which one of these fuck-ups is my dad? So I, so yeah, I know who well, to talk I mean, to the therapist think about, about. too, if it didn't work out with the two of these two couples. There's a 50% so then, chance that it doesn't work out. Yeah, in the, uh, and then you just don't know. You just don't know. How would you even split the kids up? I don't know. <laughs> that, that's true. Which one's coming with who? Yeah. I don't know. Well, <laughs> so we'll have to questions. split them in half. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Have you ever personally wondered about Sure, I've wondered about it, but I see Sean as a wonderful daddy to the babies, and I see Tyler as a wonderful dad to them, and that's all that really matters. No, it's not. Everybody's <laughs> wondering. Everyone's secretly wondering who the kid's real father is. Yeah. This is like the world's worst secret. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I just would kill me at night. I'd be like oh, tossing and turning. Yeah, and that's Is really, that my kid? Yeah. Exactly. Is yeah. that my kid? And how can you say, too, like, oh, he's got my nose. Yeah. You know? You can't say or that. Or is it his nose? <laughs> He's got my nose. <laughs> He's got John's dick. <laughs> Not really sure. And if the kid ends up being like a little bit, you know, uh, a little bit light in the brain cells, yeah, he's going to be like, well, mine. it's John's. It's, yeah. <laughs> Let me get that from my When he goes side. to jail and calls for bail, he's going to be like, I knew you weren't my kid. Talk to John. Talk to Daddy John. Everybody wants to know. Get it done with. I get, If you pulled these people secretly, if you took them all aside and put them in a box and said, do you want to know who the kid's father is? Because I got the information right here. They would all say yes. Every one of them would be like, yes, please tell me. I know. I wonder how they came up with this decision because she seems like she wa- she did want to know. Yeah, she but does want to know. But then she talked to the other ones and they said, nah. No, some someone, somebody, some altruistic <laughs> mentality came about. They're all pregnant in the second trimester when everybody's shining and glowing and everyone's excited about the fucking kid. That second trimester fools you because you're like, oh my god, I'm gonna have a baby. Everything's gonna be great yeah. and wonderful. <laughs> the fourth trimester is not so fantastic. I'm just telling you. When you're getting no sleep and you're paying money, bottle after bottle after bottle and diaper after diaper. <laughs> Plus. Let's be honest about it. You like your kids more than you like other kids, right? That's <laughs> right. why I'd want to know. I'd be like, which one do I supposed to like more? <laughs> What's up with this fucking music? I don't know. It's, it's so like obnoxious. Well, they're riding horses. So. John has a daddy, has two daddies. <laughs> 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 Johnny has a mommy. He's got four mommies. <laughs> Why don't you just not tell him who the mommy is? Why don't you go that far? <laughs> How does your family and close friends respond we, when you told we've them? We've kind of had a mixed bag of experiences with that. We had some people in our lives who right away were like, that's great. We had some people who were 
cautious at first or hesitant. Well, yeah, what about the grandparents? Yeah. I mean, you're really exactly. not allowing the grandparents to experience. I, they have no idea. <laughs> you don't want to know. I guarantee those grandparents want to know. Those grandparents are talking shit about you yeah. every chance oh, they yeah. get. They're behind your back like... <laughs> I know that little shithead who keeps spilling his milk everywhere is not our kid. And our do the kid grandparents do have to accept them both as their grandchildren? How else could you do it? I don't know. You yeah. got to take the chance. There's a 50 50 chance he's mine. So I, I guess I'll just like. Uh, what if they just start like favoring one? They're pretty convinced that <laughs> yeah. it's hers. And they're like, mm, we don't need to see. We don't need to see Todd Jr. today. We just want little Davey over. <laughs> Bring over little Barrett. He's cute. Here's the other thing that I was thinking. These people are saying like, you know, oh, most people accepted it and were great. Some people were a little bit more cautious. The commercial break hated us. <laughs> we don't hate and you. And a lot of people make it about them, about how, how, does, how does it affect us. It doesn't affect you. At the end of the day, it doesn't affect you. We're just telling you because you're part of our lives and everyone has their choices to either be part of it or not a lot of people. wait okay so he's talking specifically about the grandparents and immediate family yeah got he's be. saying you know it's not about you it's about it no it's not anytime you make a life decision about this it's really becomes about everybody yeah it does when i have a new child and it seems like i have one every two <laughs> seconds around here when i have a new kid <laughs> because you do because <laughs> i do i've been Astrid's been pregnant for eight years straight um it seems like it doesn't seem like it is the truth that grandparents, uncles, aunts, all of it, they're all affected by these decisions. It's your decision to have the child. It's your responsibility, and you take facility of the situation, but it certainly affects those around you in massive ways mm -hmm. that, you, that you can't even possibly understand until you actually are in it. And so I don't blame the grandparents. I got you. You're in a weird situation you're making your own life. You're doing your own thing. You're making your own decisions. I just don't think this is a great decision. <laughs> I don't care about the polyamory anymore. Poly and Andromedy, Ami, yeah, or whatever Yeah, that's the least of the concerns. That's the least of my concerns. <laughs> that's, the, that's the least strange part about this. I'm just thinking of myself as poor Barrett, wondering who his dad is. I keep on seeing Matias looking at me and going... Are you my daddy? Are you my daddy? <laughs> yeah. I am 90% sure... <laughs> that you're probably my kid. <laughs> Initial questions or comments or reactions are, oh, I can never do that, I'm too jealous. And we say, it's okay, we're not asking you to do it. We're not trying to convince anybody else to live this lifestyle. We're just letting you know that this is what our choice is. The more that you talk to them and educate them, um, the more accepting they can be. When we're out in public, people don't really think twice about us because we present as just two cis hetero monogamous couples who you know look like any other couples that are hanging out together unless they're really paying attention and see oh well he was holding Taya's hand and then he gave Alicia a kiss sometimes people will do a double take <laughs> wow seems like they're uh, really happy to share all this on social media yeah, they're, they're doing a lot of tiktoking here what you're not seeing, you can go to youtube.com slash the commercial break if you want to watch uh, some of the actual video from this. But what you're not seeing if you're just listening is there keep on these clips are mainly a lot of these clips are being pulled from Instagram, it seems like. TikTok. TikTok, excuse me. And uh, yeah, you know, again, 
tell the kid who his dad is. Poor Barrett. Jeez, guys. I'll pay for it. You come on the commercial break, and we get to do the reveal like Maury Povich. I'll pay for it. The commercial break is going to pay for that ancestry. How much is ancestry? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like is, 70 something dollars, I think. I don't know. The commercial 100. break will pay for one-seventh of Ancestry.com DNA. We'll contribute $10. Actually, you'll get a free sticker, EPM, <laughs> but it's a $10 for postage. Friends about the kids. You know, when we're educating them, it's polyamory is not about sex. It's about relationship dynamics and loving more than one person. We're definitely not teaching them polyamory. We're teaching them that they can love whoever they want and however many people they want, you know, in a consensual way. I think that having four parents does make us all better parents because you get the other side of what you're not normally accustomed to. I do have older kids and I parented it a certain way and they had Dylan and Randy before we got there and they parented a certain way so you get to see both sides of how people parent and so it makes you a more, I, I feel it makes you a more rounded parent for sure. I we feel you're just confusing the shit out of those kids. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't want more parents, I, I want less parents. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. I mean, the Think general about concept, I, it's, it's very idealistic. very idealistic. Yes. Yeah. But when it really comes down to brass tacks and you're, you maybe believe in raising the kids one way and the other dad doesn't or mom doesn't. like, Yeah, that. how do you do that? And if you don't even know who your dad is, yeah. then who do you go to? I mean, okay, you can go to either of them for advice. But if you just don't like the way one of the parents parents you, then you go to the other. God, yeah. may, actually, maybe I needed more parents. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I needed parents. <laughs> maybe that would have helped. <laughs> Start this because we were missing something. We realized that we could add something to our lives. There's no way we could have made it to where we're at now without a lot of honest, open, and sometimes really hard communication, you know, talking about what we wanted, the fact that we wanted this to be a romantic relationship, how we balance these things and make sure that our existing partners feel the love that we still have for them. As long as we're happy, yeah. <laughs> we're going to stay together. Hi. What happens when you're not happy? I know. What happens when you're not happy and now the kids don't know who their parents are and yeah. where do they go and who's legally taking responsibility for them? I don't know. It, it seems like it's not it all. It seems like a lot. It seems like a whole lot. <laughs> the polyamory thing, cool, man. Yeah. Cool, whatever. Go for it. I don't know. What, it's just like, <laughs> I just want you to tell Barrett who his dad is. That's all I want. <laughs> all right. Well, there you go. That's uh, my extraordinary <laughs> family. Uh, and polyamory, quite frankly, was the least uh, strange thing about that whole clip. No. <laughs> Wow. Just think of the minutiae of having multiple parents and not knowing who the just well, we'll follow up with them. I'm yeah, gonna, they, even if the kids know who the parents are, you can still continue to raise them all together like they're doing. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean it doesn't really matter, but then like you need somebody to like run to and say, yeah. like, that's my dad. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? That's my guy. That's my dad. I share his genes with him. Yes. I, I mean there's lots of adoptive children that don't have that benefit. Right. I think that's a little bit of a different situation, mm -hmm. if I might say so myself. I think but so. But I don't know. The love that family seems lovely. They seem happy. And if they're happy, they then good for you. That's all that matters. That's all we care about here at the commercial break. <laughs> we do this whole show to put a smile on your face. We're not making fun of. We're making fun with. That's right. Yes. And just know, <laughs> and if you feel offended by anything we've said, we mostly make fun of ourselves. So <laughs> we yes. also feel, feel don't feel offended. <laughs> We're all over it. We love you no matter who you are. As long as you're happy, just give Barrett a certificate or something. 
What if what if one of the dads was like, you're really my kid. Like, don't tell <laughs> no. anybody. Yeah. Got like a DNA test on the side yeah. and was like, <laughs> you know don't it's tell anybody. Happen oh, you know point. it is. Of course yeah. it is. Yeah. This is not going to be all. This yeah. is going to turn into the White Lotus real quick. <laughs> Everything everywhere, most places or whatever that movie is. It's all going to get strange. All right. TCBpodcast.com. Hit the contact us button and tell us you want a 21 EPM sticker. Send us your physical address and we will send you one along with a couple of other goodies you might like. It's all free to you. That's tcbpodcast.com. You can also see all the video and watch and hear all the audio right from the website. You don't have to go anywhere else. But if you do go somewhere else, leave us a review, maybe a comment or a like. Most podcast players have them, and it's a way we grow the show. We really would appreciate it. Keep the positive reviews coming, uh, and the negative ones, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> 855-TCB-8383. That's 1-855-TCB-8383. Toll free from anywhere in the world. We'll pick up the charges. You can text us your comments, questions, concerns, or content ideas. We love to hear them. We will always respond personally. We never sell your phone number. YouTube.com slash the commercial break for full episodes the same day they air on the audio feed. Please subscribe and like at the commercial break on Instagram. Okay, Chrissy, I guess that's all I can do for I today. I think so, Brian. So I'll say I love you. I love you. Best to you. And best to and you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, we always say, we do say, and we must say, Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.